right before I entered. <laughs> her, right before I dove into her cave of excellence, she says to me, Please. We should have another baby. Hmm. Oh, God damn it. Like you can hear the <laughs> as my dick softened. <laughs> Welcome to Your Football Fantasy. Hey, belly buttons. Welcome back to Your Football Fantasy. Just, we are here post-draft. Just call them belly buttons? It's an inside joke. You don't get it. It's Jessica a gets it. joke, dude. Jessica gets it. She's listening. I don't know who Jessica is. She listens every week. Whoever you call belly buttons is kind of weird and creepy. No, it's fine. Yeah. We just had an NFL draft, fuckers. Seven rounds of pure bliss. I watched as much of it as I could. I was in a casino last night, and I I asked the pit boss to turn on one of the TVs to the draft because they were watching these basketball games. I don't give a shit about playoff basketball. I just wanted the draft. Nobody turned on a TV for me, though. No? No one listened to you? Nope. So I kept pulling my phone out to look at my phone. Okay? At I don't know if you, are on, if you are aware, but you're not really allowed to look at your phone while you're playing table games at the casino. Did not know that. I got in some trouble. They're, they're, they frown upon that? They don't like that at all. Do they think that's counting cards? There was a very stocky man named Angel that approached me and told me that I needed to put my put phone away phone. or I had to leave the, the casino floor. No. They got uh, they got slot machines over there that, you know, Wait, the more you play. Wait, a slot machine. The more you play, the more clothes this, this digital stripper takes off on the screen in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like every time you do a max bet, oh. she takes a little something off. Um, I went. It's clever. I went to a casino down in New Orleans, and we were playing. Ooh. uh real strip. We were playing blackjack with yeah. the digital. Like they said, the digital, and uh, you insert your money below the table. And the old guy next to us, he just kept, you know, he just thought it was the giddiest thing, you know, putting his finger in that hole right in your <laughs> table the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he thought it was great. <laughs> Dirty old uh-huh. man. Oh, uh, hey guys. Uh, so I am Dewey's nut. Do you know that I'm? Feeling very under the weather today. It could have something to do uh, with my literally closing down the bar at the casino last night. I don't know why bars closed at the casino, but we shut it down. I didn't pay for a damn thing. I was treated like a god by my Sherwin-Williams rep. He followed me around all night last night, Wiz. He filled out all the raffle cards I asked him to fill out for me. <laughs> He filled out something like 50 raffle cards for me because I wanted to enter all these drawings. Did he milk your prostate afterwards? I just pointed and said, fill that out for me, and he did. Did he milk your prostate afterwards? No, or did you milk no, his prostate? No, but he bought me all my drinks. So we got to talk about this draft. It was very exciting. What did you think of the first impressions? I know you watched the first round because we watched it together. We did some... Yeah. Um, I thought the first round was pretty good. It was pretty exciting. There's a lot of players in there that I like. A lot of players I didn't, that I didn't think would go as high as they did. But I think everyone that won the first round... My favorite thing about the draft this year was that it was so unpredictable. Yes. Last couple of years, the first four or five picks, everybody knew what they were yep. going in. And that's boring. I like that Baker Mayfield went and won because I was completely didn't come out until the day before or that day. That day, and it didn't even come from the Browns. Chubb fell, which is surprising. Chubb Denzel Ward, nobody saw that coming. Browns kept their lips. Was that good? I'm not sure I like that pick. 
No, Denzel Ward probably shouldn't have gone before Chubb. But if Denzel Ward comes out and becomes the next great shutdown corner in the league, then that's incredibly valuable in a league that throws the ball all over the place. Yeah, true. Good point. So maybe they see something there that they really like. A local kid, Ohio State. I was a little pissed off. Quentin Nelson went to the Colts, Mm -hmm. not the Bears. But I did like the Bears' work on Smith. Uh, I thought the steal was definitely Rosen going to the Cardinals. Yeah, well, you like you like Rosen. You think he's the best. Yeah. Cardinals, the Cardinals traded up to get him. Did they? Yeah, they traded up to get him. In fact, I told you right before it happened that the Cardinals were going to trade up to get Rosen. What were they getting? Were they? They were. 13, they were, 15, somewhere down there? Yeah, some, yeah somewhere down there. Right. Um, they traded up to get him. They got their guy. Likely going to get some starts this year, right? After Bradford gets hurt. They say, Mayfield's the third in depth chart right now. So who? which one of those... Is, I'm talking about Josh Rosen. I know. Donald, Donald's going to get start automatically right away? Uh, and, and in New York, no. Josh McCown, McCown will start. So you think all there. those guys are going to be backups to start the season? Donald will start the season as a backup. McCown will get hurt, and he'll step in. Rosen will be a backup at the start of the season. Bradford, Bradford will get hurt, okay. and he'll step in. The only one of these top handful of quarterbacks that's going to start out of the gates... Allen. It's my boy Josh Allen going to the Buffalo Bills because who's he got to beat? He might have the worst. AJ McCarron. He might have the worst situation out of the three of them. Oh, yeah. I Well, I don't. We have a bet. I've got Josh Allen. You've got Baker Mayfield, who's got a better total QBR this year. Yep. They have to start at least six games. Yep. They're clearly both going to start six games. I don't know. Mayfield might not. He might not. We'll Allen see what Taylor Allen does. will. Yeah, so obviously we want. I want my guy to go to a good team. He ends up on the Bills, which is... <laughs> Pretty much the polar opposite of a good team. But I got to like the fact that Mayfield went to the Cleveland Browns. But I like Mayfield because similarly, anybody goes to Cleveland, you automatically get knocked down a peg or two or three. Worse than Buffalo? I think they're on the same. They're on the same category, buddy. The Browns are the by far and away the worst team in football since they returned to Cleveland. Yeah, record wise, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's un- fine. Not even from, close. From a quarterback standpoint, both have been terrible since 1996. And, and they, they've been their quarterbacks they've been have been terrible. Since since yeah, they both have been bad. Neither of them is a good position to be in. You're right. There are better receiving options on the Cleveland Browns, but the Browns are the fucking Browns. So I like my chances yeah. still. EJ Manuel, <laughs> is he still backing up? Allen? Oh, I don't know. Is he there? <laughs> to be a good fight for the starting role. Uh, so we're not really actually ready to start talking about the draft just yet. As usual, we're going to start off our show with some news. We'll try to stay... Well, we're not going to stay away from the draft and the news. This whole fucking episode is going to be about the draft, but here we go. This week in football. News. Uh, there were two big trades that went down during the draft. Martavis Bryant went to the Oakland Raiders because the Oakland Raiders are blind when it comes to selecting talent for Do you their not team. like Martavis Bryant? I think he's a very talented human being, but he will never be a productive member of the NFL. <laughs> uh, he was productive when he was in for Pittsburgh? A, for one year, and then he started smoking a lot of pot. So you think he's he can't stop smoking pot and he's not going to be productive, is your point? Yes. Pittsburgh gave him every opportunity to get his shit together, and he failed. I, I will say that Pittsburgh pulled a third-round pick out of him from Oakland because Oakland's fucking stupid. That's a great deal for yeah, Pittsburgh. I think it's a good deal for Oakland. Because you like Martavis Bryant. You he, you like him opposite of Mari Cooper. I think he's a good receiver. I mean, I agree he's, with you. He's, he's, he's kind of a bum, but... Gruden ta- thinks he can fix him. He's extremely talented. I think it's the bottom line. And I think 
maybe he doesn't need a new era. I don't know. But I don't think it was that bad for either team. Yeah. Well, I think it was a great trade for the Pittsburgh Steelers and a pretty shit off. Well, as, I don't know, somebody, Daniel Jeremiah, somebody, whoever it was, pointed out during the draft, like, you're not going to find a receiver with the skill set Martavis Bryant has no. in the third round this year. So in that respect, yes. For that third round pick, they got a guy who's way more talented than any of these kids sure. coming out. So I'll give you that. Uh, Tavon Austin was the other trade. That was today. He went to Dallas for a sixth round pick. That We know the Cowboys are starved for receiving options. We also know that Tavon Austin had one really good year that netted him a very large, very large contract. But Yeah, and he kept going farther and farther down the totem pole over there Absolutely. in L.A., he was he was outside the starting the starting depth chart. But by I, the time I think this trade you know happens. some of the people that we talked about previously. I think this helps them out. The Cowboys, both teams. I mean, it, yeah. six round picks. Okay, I think it's a good trade for the Cowboys. Tavon Austin at least has some skills. He he can play a role on that team, and they don't like I said they're starved for wide receivers. So going back to Martinez Bryant though, I, he's fantasy. Tavon Austin's not gonna get drafted again. Yeah, you think Martavis Bryant's fantasy worthy? Yeah, I think you someone's roster gonna, yeah, worthy. I would, I would draft him. I would pay. I would pay auction dollars to go get him. One. No, I would four. In the, in the, you know, in those sixteen to twenty rounds, I would, I would take him. Sure. I'm not touching him you because wouldn't. I don't. I don't think he's going to play. At least he's going to play. One more bit of news here during the dra- right before was it right before I during? No, he was out there on the podium, and I think he. Decided that right was too then much and there, Jason Witten <laughs> retires. I wrote in the notes that he expired, but no, he he retired from professional football. That's uh, he's going to Monday Night Football. Time. Isn't he? He's an old old ass dude. Yeah, he'll be. I think he'll be really good behind the mic. Yeah, I, I think so too. I'm not sure exactly what to say about this. I mean, Witten was a good receiving tight end for a long time in fantasy. Yeah. Even last he year, was, what, he had top, a great start to the year. Five, six, six, seven, eight. I mean, he was always top ten for a long time. For a really long time, yeah. And, you know, he was a big part of that Cowboys offense. They're going to miss him. Leaving the same year that Dez leaves, that's tough. Dak Prescott is not a quarterback that is... Uh, He's not... He has been playing far above yes. his own skill set for a long time. And losing... Des Bryant, not that he ever really clicked with Des, but losing Des Bryant, but Des Bryant was a good and, receiver, and his safety blanket and yes. Jason Witten in the same year, I think that's going to hurt Dak a lot. Yeah, I think put your money on Zeke because he's going to get the ball a lot, a lot, yes, a yeah. lot. And and you and it doesn't matter if he's running on an eight man box; he's, he's going to run through it. He's going to get ten man boxes. I mean, he's going to run through that too. It's not good for him, but feed me. How it, so here's an interesting take on this whole thing. What I think this does, this turnover at the receiving options here for Dak, I think it shortens Ezekiel Elliott's career. Yeah, 100% agree with you. I think that's two years off of off of his, his peak If career. he runs through 10-man box, eight-man box every yeah. single game, it's, it's going to take a toll on him. Notable for dynasty players. He's going to be running a lot against a lot of people. He's going to get worn down faster. Take a couple years off of what you expected to get out of him. At what point wouldn't you draft him then? I'm going to move him down in my dynasty <laughs> rankings a couple really? of spots. Well, you know, we both had him number one. Yeah. Period. In my you di- wouldn't, you... I'm still working on my dynasty rankings. I don't know dynasty yet, but he started out as number one. I'm going to knock him down a couple of pegs because, you know, Gurley, who's, what, the same age? A little bit younger? A uh, year, I think. He's going to last a little longer, I think, in the league. 
I think Melvin Gordon's going to last a little bit longer in the league. Gurley got a ton of... We talked about this last week. Gurley got a ton of touches last year, too. He got a ton of touches, yes. But he didn't get the kind of touches that we're going to see Zeke get all year this year. I think you buy on, on Zeke in a regular league. Fantasy or Dynasty is a different discussion. Yeah, we're going to learn. We'll get, we might get there today. You know, we have our Dynasty draft starting in two days. Ooh, exciting. I'm very fucking excited. All right. That's, that's what we got for news, guys. Uh, before we get into the draft, just because I really like doing it, here's, here's this. And now for more dumb shit I heard this week. Last week, we told you a little bit about the Daryl Worley situation. Somehow managed to fall asleep in a parked car on the highway. <laughs> He's an idiot. He got cut. And and uh, that didn't last real long. He is back in the NFL, and he's now playing for your Oakland Raiders. The Raiders. Because John Gruden is an absolute... I like Gruden, but he's not looking so good case. right now. No, he's terrible. So that's dumb. That's dumb. Um, here's some other dumb shit. If you watched the draft today... They didn't actually do this the way they said. This they was didn't. dumber before. Uh, the NFL did come out and announce la- last week that a parrot was going to be flying in the Bucks' third day draft picks. <laughs> Good for the Bucks. Uh, uh, to a, sh- a pirate ship at their stadium, Raymond James. I guess they couldn't get the parrot to fly the thing in, so a half naked blonde chick walked in with a parrot on her shoulder holding the pick. So the parrot actually didn't do it? No. Here, I'll tell you what did happen, though. The Minnesota Vikings delivered their picks. Uh, their card was taped to the top of a curling stone, and they curled it down <laughs> to the guy that announced it. That's kind of cool and entertaining. I, I, well, the first time. I don't know if they did it each time. I still love the draft. I love everything about the draft. I was disappointed in the lack of consistent and heartfelt boos for Goodell. That was kind of continuous. The, in the first handful of picks, fell off in that first round. One of the best parts well, about... Well, at some point, those assholes that are there get tired of fucking booing and rather just go get drunk. Yes, but every year past, the boos are strong and solid and never-ending. Here's some more dumb shit. Uh, we are Bears fans, right? Yep. This guy, Russell Beckman, claims he's a Bears fan, too. Huge Packer fan, but he's got Bears season tickets. Okay, so he goes to all the Bears games. Last year, the Bears had a uh, season ticket event. They let all the season ticket holders down onto the sideline. Not all of them, but like the Gold Star, whatever. He's one of them. So he walks down on the sideline. It's a Bears-Packers game, and he's covered in like, you know, 400 sets of Packers beads, all his green and piss yellow or whatever colors they've got. And the Bears said, no, get the fuck off my field, as they should do. Uh huh. I'm not going to celebrate... I'm not going to celebrate of an opposing fan. Anyway, Russell Beckman decided he was going to sue. And the, the judge last week decided, uh, yeah, it's worth a lawsuit. Now it's going to court. This is for Russell Beckman. If any of you assholes have seen the pictures of this dumb shit, this is why they should, people that are from Wisconsin just stay in northern Wisconsin. Just stay in Wisconsin. I mean, he looks like, you know, a... He's a he, fat he, fucking sausage-eating... Just crammed chugging. cheese and donuts in yes. his face for a long time. Yeah. And he kind of looks like the Unabomber, all compiled into one. He's a piece of shit. And now he's suing the Bears because he wants to be a Packers fan with Bears tickets. Though his the, you lawsuit know what the Bears is kind of legit. The Bears should take the season tickets back from this man. Well, no shit. 
He doesn't get it anymore. No. I don't care if you want to pay. I don't give a shit either. Yeah, the stance on this lawsuit is, hey, the stadium is a publicly funded stadium. Publicly owned. So his freedom of speech uh, supersedes the organization's rights to deny him access, blah, blah, blah. Good. So now that you put another ridiculous political thing on here. Just because... Just because of you and last week's response. Donald Trump made dumb shit again. Plan on this happening every week for the next, what have we got, two more years? Uh, Donald Trump goes on Fox News. I think that's your favorite news channel. It's where you get your get your information. I look at Fox News and you look at CNN and it is hilarious how you look at one one place in, in the in the stance or the, the way they, they point something in the complete opposite in the other place. Are you saying that are you saying that news networks are biased? It is rid- fucking ridiculous. That's a hot take, folks. Good fucking god. Can't you just get a, a straight news and not these fucking ridiculous places? That's why you watch local news. They don't give a fuck. That's true. Trump Donald Trump goes on Fox News and he says he says that we should really get rid of the electoral college. Quote, he said he says uh, we should get rid of it. President should be elected by the popular vote because quote It'd be much easier to win. He went on to say, it would have been much easier for me to win last year if, or a couple of years ago if we went just by the popular vote. What's wrong with this guy? Like, do you does he have that? a small. Well, he lost the popular vote by 3 million votes. So, yeah, I do. <laughs> yes. What do you mean, do I disagree? This is not a, it's an opinion. It's a fact, son. I, no, I wasn't referencing that. He's, but... got, he's got a very small brain. Oh, do you think we should get rid of the electoral? Oh, party? I don't know. That was a discussion. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Yes, I all don't right. care. All right, take me the draft. Shocker! It's all fucked up. You want to get to? Oh, you know what? I still don't have a drop. <laughs> it's gonna be baby laughter for a while. <laughs> Did you make one of those today? That's the fill in for the drop for the topic <laughs> of the day, guys. Let's talk. Hey, the did, did you make one of those today? No. Make one what? One of those babies that was just laughing at you. No, I didn't make a baby. <laughs> all right. She's got one of those fucking, like, tree branches inside her, her uh, fallopian tube. I couldn't make a baby if I wanted to. I don't shoot a load hard enough to knock that thing out of place. Not anymore. Maybe in high school when I was young and virile. <sighs> All right. Across the room. You just shoot the other side of the room? Once upon a time, bro. Donald Trump still does. Ask <laughs> <laughs> Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Oh, I bet he's got a large dick. <laughs> Let's talk about the draft. Oh, the NFL draft is one of my favorite days of the year. Well, weekends of the year. Round one is the shit. <laughs> All right, there's a lot of ways that we want to talk about this draft. Uh, right now, I don't know which one's going to work. So let's just talk about it. Let's go pick by pick. Talk pick about the pick. picks that we really like. Oh, or, man. At least the ones that are relevant. All right. Let's start right out of the gates. Okay. Uh, you know, the Browns, we knew they were going to take a quarterback. There was some talk about it being Darnold. And then at the very last minute, hours before the draft, all of a sudden everybody heard uh, Mayfield was going to go. That's why I bet Mayfield. You bet Darnold. And you took a shot because you were wrong. I did. I, I, I told you before I thought Mayfield's going to be fabulous. I still like Mayfield. I think he's a good like player. Um, His hands are too small to play in Cleveland. No, I don't believe that. Can't hold the ball in the cold. He's going to be a good player, I think. I mean, hopefully he is. If history tells us anything, it tells us that Baker Mayfield is going to be a flame-out because he wears the orange and brown. That's because you're an idiot and you don't know anymore. Yeah, you think I like the pick. It wasn't a bad pick. Like you said, it just came out that day that they were going to pick the Browns. Or Browns were going to pick Mayfield. Just that day. The thing about Mayfield is that the Browns have spent 
time and money, and their management has done a really good job of putting together an offense full of powerful weapons, an offensive line that's really good. They set, they did everything they could do to well, set themselves up. The offensive up line went backwards a little bit, right? Thomas retired. Yeah, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. Yes, Joe Thomas retired. So good, but they were good across the board last year. So you lose. Yes, you lose that one important piece. All pro. Yeah, he's good. I just, I think Mayfield is. Even though it's the Browns, we joke, but like, there's not a lot of places that a young quarterback could step into and have all those available weapons. Yeah, he's got a lot, and there's no, no expectation because yes. it's the Browns. You know, you go to a, a good team that has these weapons in place, and you step in as a starting quarterback. You're expected to succeed immediately. Well, other thing I would say about Mayfield that I think separates him than his predecessor, um, Johnny Manziel. Uh, I think Mayfield actually want, likes football, or at least is going to play football. Where, where Manziel just like to party. It's Johnny football. Yeah, Johnny football likes his money and like to party. Saquon Barkley did, in fact, go to the New York Giants, which broke my heart. Yeah, you shed at least two tears right that night. Wayne Gallman is done. Wayne, put a fucking knife in Gallman him. Gallman is dead to me. You're dead to me. It's one of my favorite drops. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, how is Wayne Gallman not dead to me? Barkley does everything. Yeah, Wayne Gallman's done. Barkley's there. I think Jonathan Stewart is dead to me. Look, Saquon Barkley's a real deal. The the Giants correctly went out after this in round two, drafted a lineman. I think round three also a lineman. Correct. I I um I did hear. You know, the Giants for a solid week said, taking Barkley, taking Barkley, taking Barkley. Then I heard, if Darnold was available, that's the only guy they would consider not... They considered drafting instead of Barkley there. So Darnold was available, so I had a seed of hope (laughs) in my heart. It was was dashed quickly. Saquon Barkley is going to be a fucking stud right out of the gate. Yeah, I just hope that as bad as the Giants were last year as a team, even their run game was decent. Orleans Darkwa had a great season yeah. once he started playing, and that was when that offense was fucking anemic. I just they're hope that offense their, can do something again. Back. You got to think Eli's going to be coming back confident, and maybe his last year as a pro, he might have two left, but probably not. Uh, this team is going to be a lot better than they were. Le- Should have been better than they were last Should year. Be better. He's yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be a stud. That's why in rookie drafts, obviously, he's the one hundred and one in dynasty. Let's talk about this really quickly. We have a dynasty startup draft coming up in a couple of days. How high would you take a Barkley? If Barkley's there, because we don't have a first round pick, right? We have a second round pick. Yeah, but if you were, what pick do you think he should go in a dynasty startup draft? End of the first round. So like one eleven or one twelve. Uh, yeah, nine through twelve probably. Barkley's good. We're not going to get him. We don't have a first-round pick. I traded it away. Yeah, I know. Without consulting you. I know. You're welcome. That was... I consulted Twitter. 89% of the people that voted voted that... Yeah, they probably the fucking talked to your fucking friends at Sherwin-Williams, and the fucking four of you people fucking responded. Do he's nuts? No, no. There are like 230 people responded. Uh-huh. The Jets take Sam Darnold here. Not a Darnold fan. Good. No? No. Look elsewhere. A lot of people love him. I'm not a Jets fan. I'm not a Darnold fan. Darnold's not going to get the start, at least right out of the gates, but he will end up starting for that team. It, we've said it before on the show, guys. 
Stay away from the Jets. Good God damn it. Stay away from the Jets. You know who else you stay away from is the seventh pick. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Uh, this was the this was outside of the Mayfield thing. This next pick and the next Browns pick was like the big surprise. We don't have to talk about it long. It's not really fantasy relevant. But but Bradley Chubb doesn't go number four. Denzel Ward goes number four. Uh, Ohio State cornerback. Your immediate reaction was dumbfounded. Yeah, most people. And then the Bra- the Broncos. Bradley Chubb was supposed to be the far and above best defensive player on the board. Did this fuck up the Broncos? The Broncos, who were obviously going to be taking a quarterback, right? I don't know about that. And then Chubb that. lands in their lap. What? I think the Broncos would have traded down, personally. Okay. Or taking Quentin Nelson. We knew they were taking Chubb landed in their lap. Up. Yeah, Nelson goes seven. We don't care. Uh, we John- love Nelson because Andrew Luck's there, and Andrew Luck, if he gets back on the field, is going to have a legit lineman. Uh, Josh Allen goes to the Bills, traded up to the You hate Josh Allen, you Boo. hate the Bills. Josh the, Allen's terrible. The Good next, luck. The next relevant pick here, let's jump down to 10. This is the Cardinals trading up to get... What about 9? Nine? 9's not a bad pick. Fantasy relevant, bro. Fantasy relevant, it says Mike McGlinchey's going to help out Jimmy G. Well, well, you're a you're a Notre Dame fan. I what's and, his, and what's, Jimmy G. What's his... Uh, McGlinchey? McGlinchey? Whatever. What's his strength? <laughs> He played. He played right and left tackle. He's he's quick with his feet. That's what's good. Yeah, he's a better run blocker than pass blocker. Yeah, I know that. So who's he gonna help? He's gonna help Jimmy G. How about Jarek McKinnon? He's gonna help both of them out. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Rosen goes to the Cardinals. I like trade. it. I like this it a your, lot. This is your favorite in yeah. the draft. Well, I think Rosen is a step. I think he's the most ready to go into the NFL right Im- immediately and start playing. I like his attitude. Um, yeah, he's pissed off right away. Yeah, he I wants like to it. fucking win. He wants to win. And he um, wants you to want to win as bad as he does. Yeah, and I think he's he has good receivers around him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think well, he's got... He's got David Johnson. That's who I would take David him David Johnson. He's got Fit, Larry Fitzgerald. That's all he's got, receiver-wise. They drafted a couple receivers. Well, at the pick, he only had the one. Which I'm fine with. I mean, but David Johnson's a legit player. Yeah. By far a legit player. I just think Rosen's a good player, and I think that the Cardinals kind of stole someone at ten. Yeah, the, well, the, it was a good it was a good deal for them to move up and pick him up because Sam Bradford is not going to get it done for very long. He's just not that he's he's very very fragile. So this is the quarterback of the future. There, by all accounts, Josh Rosen is, if not the most damn near the most pro ready guy. Yeah, all day long he is. So hey, I would have bet you the same thing with Josh. Would you? Would you made that same bet to me with Josh Allen versus Rosen? That he was going to have a better career. Better? No, I would not. Have. Yeah, no. Yeah. Rosen's better. Rosen's better. Rosen's definitely better. The the really nice thing for Rosen here, even though he everybody says he's the most pro ready to come in and start on day one, he doesn't have to. And say what you will about Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford's a good quarterback when he can play. Yeah. And if you but can spend if you can spend a little bit of time behind him. And then have Sam Bradford on the sideline helping you learn while you start after he gets hurt? That's that's fantastic. I don't care how pro-ready you are. Having somebody like that who's been around the league for a long time on a bunch of different teams, learning a bunch of behind a bunch of different coaches and quarterbacks himself, that's going to be very valuable. Sure. Josh I, Rosen, I agree with you on that. Josh Rosen, Rosen will have the best career out of all the guys on this in this draft class. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. He's in, the, he's in a great spot. I'm not sure if it's a great, great spot. As much Who's, as you who has be. a better career? Barkley. Quarterback, bro. Quarterback? Mm, yeah, I love Rosen. So, yes, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, let's jump down quite a ways. 
to the next truly fantasy-relevant guy here. Pick 24, Carolina Panthers. DJ Moore, my favorite wide receiver in this class, was the first one to go off the board. Thoughts? To the Panthers? To the Panthers. Well, we, we, have we set, both we've fucking we despise Devin Bunches. We don't like him. We don't like him. Uh, now, DJ Moore is not going to come in and be the number one. With him coming to the team, Devin Funches still has to be the one target. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's great for Moore. It's probably great for the Panthers, truthfully speaking. It's, it's good. It's, it fits both teams, right? If it fits, if it's more, if it fits Panthers. I like him. I want him on our dynasty team. We won't draft him early. This would have to be a major discussion. I would like and to have Twitter's him. not getting to fucking vote on this. I would really like to have him on the team. Here's one. The very next pick, pick 25 to the Ravens. The first tight end goes off the board, Hayden Hurst, which, you know, there, was, there were probably two tight ends better than him rated by most pros. But the Ravens like him. And the Ravens have had some good tight end production in the past. The Ravens mostly do a good job in the draft. So, I, you know... I wouldn't have said this prior to the draft, but maybe Hayden Hurst is is a tight end that you think about streaming down the road. Maybe I just don't, I still despise Flacco the fact of Flacco being Flacco there. can't throw to receivers, but he's had some success with tight ends. Some I just think there's a limited ceiling. Flacco still there is a limited ceiling. If in and then can we just quickly talk about the Ravens' final pick? They traded up to 32. They traded back into the first. Yeah, to take the dumbest man that's ever stepped foot <laughs> on the draft stage. Lamar Jackson. The best part of this pick was the Michael Irvin interview where Irvin just quit asking him questions because the guy's so goddamn dumb. He just started answering the questions for him. <laughs> it was amazing to watch. Go find a replay because I thought it was hilarious. I was drunk as shit by then. It wasn't Irvin. It was Deion Sanders. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. Dewey's nuts fucks up again, folks. Re- you can rewind. Don't rewind. Um, I'm wrong. I would tell you, yeah, I have... I don't think Dwayne Lamar Jackson was a... is a man! Is a retard! God, that is offensive. <laughs> the whole world's offensive. Get used to it. Yeah, the Ravens aren't going to improve at all with Lamar Jackson. The, the receiving options on the Ravens aren't going to improve with Lamar Jackson. No. I hate Crabtree that he went to the Ravens. I don't think he's going to be worth taking. Who's at all? Other, who's the other guy they got? Not yeah. at the price you're going to have to pay for him. For sure. Uh, I love Crabtree, but I don't want him on the race. Yeah, I like, I like him too. It's not at that. If, if he's worth anything, no. Uh, I, you know, maybe Hayden Hurst ends up being a guy that on occasion you can stream. I don't know enough about him, to be honest with you. No. Take me the next one. Sony Michelle. So this is a pick that we disagree on greatly. Sony Michelle to the Patriots at pick 31. First of all, Michelle is one of these guys, and this running back class is also, all these guys outside of Barkley were really close to one another all along. There wasn't a lot of separation between talent-wise. And and Michelle, prior to the draft, was being talked about as maybe the number two. Dropped back a little bit after the draft. After his pro day, spikes back up again. He's been up and down and up and down, but he goes as the second running back taken. What do you Tell me why you like this pick for the Patriots. I think Sam Michelle is a good player, and I think the Patriots need a running back. The Patriots have running backs. Yeah, fan- uh, it's what I would tell you. For fantasy reasons, I, I don't think this helps out Sonny Michelle. Mm-hmm. This is not a good thing for, for from a fantasy perspective. For if for an NFL Patriots purposes, this is a good pick. Fantasy purposes, not good. So for the Patriots, he's the Deion Lewis replacement. Yeah, he runs hard. They got four running backs that they will continuously plug and chug. Rex Burkhead, James White, 
Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill. I still like Jeremy Hill's skill set a lot. I'm disappointed that he went there. I think you're right. Obviously, we know you've been around fantasy for more than like eight minutes. You know that running backs on the Patriots are worthless in fantasy football. Uh, And and, and I'm upset by this because even though he didn't do it a lot, Sony Michel is the kind of guy that catches balls. The league is is very much trending on, you know, receivers catching more passes or uh, running backs catching more passes, receivers catching less. The targets are, are significantly closer together than they've ever been before. So this was a guy that could have gone to a team and been an immediate impact on your fantasy roster. Now he's not going to be. No, he's not. He's then he's on the Patriots. Can we talk about picks uh, 26 and 27 here for a second? Pick oh, tw- I skipped right you past. You did. Pick 26? I, I, I want to apologize really quickly. Sonny Michelle was not the second running back taken. Pick 26 blew my fucking mind. Calvin Ridley, baby, off the board! Why do the Falcons, of all teams, swoop in and take <sighs> Calvin Ridley? Well, I think they want another receiver. They want they want to help out that receiving team. I love Muhammad Sanu. Yo, I think they, I mean, there's, there's, they have a load of talent on that offensive side of the ball. What's going to happen... To Muhammad, Muhammad Sanu was one of my f- absolute favorite value picks at the wide receiver position going into what, this. What is what is Sanu? What is the size? So I, I I'll look it up as you talk to the people and pretend like we're prepared. I guess here's my question though to you: is is it possible where where one of Ridley or Sanu sits and plays the uh, the slot? It, I suppose it's possible. I don't know who the next guy is. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that that would be the plan. I agree with you. I like Sanu. Well, Sanu played the, it played it from the slot 45 percent of the time. Well, then Gabriel did too a little bit last year, right? So obviously six one two eleven. You still have Julio there. You still have Freeman there. You still have you still have Tevin Coleman. You still have Sanu there. You still have Austin Cooper as your tight end. There's a lot oh, of different targets. Let me tell there. you what pissed me off. So somebody on ESPN made that exact point right mm-hmm. after this. Or it was on NFL Network. And they showed, like, pictures of the weapons. Yep. And they left Sanu off completely. And that made me mad. You're such a penis. This is not a bad pick. I think it's a you good know. pick. I don't think it's... He's not going to produce from a fantasy point, though. I, I mean, you might, you might get lucky if he gets four touchdowns. He's not going to produce. The reason I dislike this pick for fantasy purposes is is Muhammad Sanu. Period. Does it Muhammad hurt Sanu? Sanu was a good value, and I think it has to hurt Sanu. Why? Someone's got to replace Tyler Gabriel. Because somebody, because he's coming in here and he's going to take targets away. You know how I feel about targets. The less passing options you have on a team, the more targets go to the few you've got. Here's another guy. Does this help they, Julio? They paid high draft capital for. No, Julio is Julio. He will always be Julio. So he's going to get double cover regardless. Yeah, and he's going to drop balls in the end zone every fucking time. Well, three out of four. He's not going to change. I don't think it was a bad pick. I think it hurts Sanu. How That's about the it. next pick that we agree was just terrible? Rashad. Penny to the Seahawks at 27. Why? What was Penny ranked in, in running backs? He was, I mean, he was up there. He's as where? The, as the type of guy that he is. Where? Five, six, five, usually six. on most okay. boards. But as the type of guy he is, um, he, he's like a Brad, he's like a Nick Chubb guy, right? So okay. he was the second ranked guy that runs like that. A big bruising back that'll just pound it down your Okay. Rashad Penny looks just like the running backs that are already there. That's what I don't understand. Mike Davis, Chris Carson, who they drafted last year. They drafted last year, and everyone liked those guys. Looks just like just like Rawls, who they dropped this year. Just keep Rawls if you're going to well, draft Rawls them. Rawls was smaller than those guys, right? He's but smaller he ran than Penny. the same way. Yes. He ran yeah. angry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, so... <sighs> I just don't understand the pick. This was already a confusing backfield. We talked about it last episode, or yep. maybe two episodes ago. Where we like one of those running backs. Whoever was yes. going to get it. 
now we've got one more guy thrown in the mix that looks exactly like him, that runs exactly like him. Who fucking knows? I guess the only thing we can say about Penny here is we saw Davis and Carson get hurt last year. Maybe Penny is the guy that doesn't get hurt. Maybe. I, I, I guess that's what you could put, hang your hat on. Tell your friends how much you love the Rashad Penny pick for your fantasy team so that they draft him instead of you. Um, I w- would tell you, if if I want someone else to draft him, I can't make a good argument for it, but I would tell you, he might get the ball. <laughs> he might be the guy. I don't know. I think I he don't. sucks. I wouldn't draft him. He's a good, hard-nosed running back. Yeah, and there's two other running backs that are there, and I don't know who's going to get the ball. You're right. On a team that almost never runs the ball, your stat of the week a couple of weeks ago about Russell Wilson doing everything, Everything. 98% of the touchdowns came from him. That's a team that doesn't run the ball. Maybe they want to try, but that's just not who they are. That's not going to be under Pete Carroll ever. And what I don't understand is they still have an offensive line. They didn't draft any offensive linemen yet. Oh, man, I just blew a bunch of fucking snot all over my face. <laughs> Hang on a second, guys. I'm under the weather. How about who's your favorite fantasy pick of the night? Of the, so the first round. So we, we sat down after the first round, and we looked yeah. at these, and we sort of said, like, who's your favorite pick? Not favorite pick for the team. Not favorite pick for the spot that they were picked. Favorite pick for the purposes of fantasy football. Fantasy production. Yes. Which one of these picks are you most excited about for your fantasy team? I've got DJ Moore. I talked about it a minute ago. Cam Newton loves to throw the ball. This is going to be a guy that plays in the slot. Can, can we distinguish this for a second? Is this is this overall for their career is going to have the largest fantasy impact, or, or is this just this well, year? Well, it's this year. Okay. But I th- so I do think DJ Moore being a young guy on this young team is going to have some staying power. If he could, if he could stay healthy and, and find his spot on the team and make any kind of connection. Look, your series always concern me just a little bit because yeah. it takes him forever to figure it out. Right. And I don't think Cam's that good of a – the, that good at throwing the ball at accuracy, you know, from an accuracy yeah, standpoint. Yeah, never that accurate, but, but he likes to sling it around. I mean, Moore's going to play, and Moore's going to get the chances. From that point, I agree with you. I, yeah, I, I like the team he's on. We, we said this a little bit, a, a little while ago when we were looking at, um, like, when Des Bryant left. We yep. thought Carolina was the best option, yep. or one of the best options for him, because that's a team that likes to score points, yep. and oftentimes they throw it around to do it. So any receiver that stepped into this role, a team that, you know, Maybe DJ Moore as a slot guy comes in and establishes himself as the number one target. Well, we both think that the Carolina Panthers have a a drought at receiver. Yeah. Someone needs to fill. So somebody was going to come in and fill it. DJ Moore was my favorite receiver in the class coming in anyway. And he lands in my favorite spot for a receiver in the NFL right now. That's a marriage marriage to me that that makes every bit of sense for my fantasy team. How much do you spend on him? In redraft? Or in this dynasty, in in in, in a in a dynasty or in a fantasy league. Yeah, so in my redraft league, I would probably look to take him maybe rounds eight or nine, which is a I think a bit of, maybe a little bit of a reach. I wouldn't have to go that high, but I'd want to make sure. I, this is one of those guys that I want to make sure I get him. I will take him a round or two earlier than I think he should go, so I can get him. I'm not sure. I'm not sold on him. I'll, by that time, I'll already have my two receivers. I'll probably have one more. This guy might be my fourth. Yeah, right. and, he, and he's my and he's my flyer, but it's not really a flyer. Well, that helps I, establish I it a lot least. more. Confident. They, you're not trying to take him as a number two receiver, or anything. No, no, no. I don't put it past him to finish as a number two receiver sure. in fantasy next year. But I wouldn't draft him planning for that, no, because I'm not an idiot. Who's your favorite fantasy pick of the night? Josh Rosen, man. For the fantasy football. From a fantasy standpoint. Okay, tell us about that. 
you know, that, I think I, I try to set a precedence there of is it just for this year or is it for his career? I think Josh Rosen is in a set up in a perfect spot to win and be productive for the long haul. Okay. Um, I so, agree, Sam Bradford. So we're talking dynasty. You love him. Both. You want him on our dynasty league. I think Sam Bradford, how many how many games is Sam Bradford really going to play? Three, four, five, maybe six? Six if he's lucky. I just think Rosen's going to have David Johnson there. David Johnson's going to get the ball. He's the best player on the field, probably. And I think he still has Larry Fitzgerald, and he has other weapons he can go Ricky to. Ricky Seals-Jones? Yeah. That's a tight end there. That's a tight end, right. Yeah. Thank God you brought him up. He, he was good. He's pretty good last year yeah, when he played Ricky, at the His end name's Ricky Bobby, though, so I'm going to can't. Ricky Bobby Jones? <laughs> yeah, Ricky Bobby Seals-Jones. Um, I just think Rosen's there. I think he, he he's, he's most ready to go rookie quarterback there is, and he has David Johnson's backfield. No other player has that tandem. I don't disagree with your pick, especially when you say over the course of a long, the long haul. I think Rosen's a great dynasty stash on your on your bench at quarterback. Okay, that's a great decision. We did. We're both wrong. You know, you do understand that we're both wrong. I'm not gonna. I will not agree to that. Saquon Barkley is the best pick for fantasy purposes. He's gonna be the best fantasy player in this in this round. Period. And he will be for. Yeah, the next six, that's, seven. That's years. probably true. I think we just we just. But that was obvious. We yes, didn't want that was the that. obvious one, folks. Okay, so tell me the most disappointing pick for fantasy purposes. Again, not you don't think maybe maybe somebody reached on a guy, whatever. I want to know for fantasy purposes. Maybe you were pumped about somebody, and then where they went totally deflated. You. Okay, Mike Davis in uh, Chris Carson. Fuck, I don't get Rashad Penny. There now there's another fucking guy, and it, it's tough. Right now, with anyways in fantasy football, because every there's lots of teams that do running back by committee, and now they drafted the same fucking player in the same fucking team without anything. The thing, any the, sense? The thing about running back by committee, there's only there's only one team in the NFL right now that has a running back by committee that both of these guys are the same guy, and that's Atlanta. That work both they both work. Yeah, they're but they both have the same style of play. Mm-hmm. When you'd say running back by committee in the league right now, that is people that play different roles. This is not yes. what's going on. For in instance, Seattle. the Bears with 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 Cohen yeah. and Howard. This is not what's going on in Seattle. I agree with you completely. Penny's a terrible fucking pick. Yeah. You didn't really like him going in. I thought he was going to be a, a productive, at least two down back somewhere in the league that you could you could run as a. You can ground flex. and pound with the guy. Is the next Jonathan Stewart? Not anymore. Totally, totally off the board. But he's not necessarily my most disappointing. My most disappointing is Sony Michelle, and I talked about it a minute ago. He was going to be, to me, he was going to be a guy that came in and caught a lot of I think of I like Chubb more than Sonny Michelle, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, I also like Chubb. I like Chubb as a running back better. Yeah. I think I like Michelle better as a fantasy back because of just the way that the league's going, passing the ball to running back. I think Michelle could, in a PPR could be a good player, but it doesn't help that he worries at. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I don't like. I was excited to see where he went, right? And I did a lot of dynasty startup mock drafts. And I found myself drafting Sony Michelle a lot. I don't know if you would agree with that, mm. but uh, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter at this point at the Patriots. I don't want anything to do. Yeah, with you him. don't want to touch him now. So very disappointing for me because I was excited about this player, and now I'm I'm completely off of him. Who is the most intriguing fantasy pick of the night to you? This doesn't necessarily mean oh I'm pumped about him or oh I'm disappointed about him, but like okay, I'm interested now. I want to see what's going on, and I want to I'm gonna at least put him on my watch list. So I despise this guy out of the combine because of his terrible number. I am the most intrigued by this only because of where he ended, and it is Calvin Ridley. I just don't know what to think. Is this? I think actually him going to a proven team will probably help him out a little bit better. He doesn't have to be the star right away. He's actually going to play second fiddle to Julio Jones, even though, again, from a fantasy point, we don't like Julio. 
and I'm not sure I really like Kelvin, but it's interesting. There's a chance that he was drafted to this team to eventually replace Julio Jones. I've heard that a couple of times, and if that's the case, hell yeah, it's intriguing. I'm going to watch what goes on. It's interesting. I'm going to watch this closely. And he's another guy who, you know, he wasn't super, super polished as a player. Not crazy. His skill set was not out, out of the fucking ballpark. But playing on a team with with Julio Jones and, again, Mohamed Sanu, a guy that's been, that's been around and has been productive. But unlike places, DJ, DJ maybe Moore. Maybe you learn. DJ Moore is expected, to, I'm assuming, to now, produce right away right now. Away. Kelvin Ridley's not. No. I hope not because that means bad things. Yeah, that would be bad things. Yeah, he's somebody on my watch list. Uh, so the guy I... I cheated a little bit. The most intriguing yeah, fantasy it, as thing. As fucking usual, folks. Most intriguing fantasy thing. I'm doing nuts. I cheat. Well, it is what it is. The most intriguing fantasy thing from round one for me, uh, fantasy player, is actually Devontae Booker. Not picked, obviously. Mm. Obviously. But when the Broncos uh, when the Broncos ended up taking Bradley Chubb, this is a guy that's meant to come in, solidify an already stout defense, Slow teams down. Get get their defense. His purpose is going to be to get defenses off the field. Well, they, they, they any time. What my expectation is when you take somebody like like Bradley Chubb, your your offense's uh, time of possession is going to go up. That's the purpose for taking somebody like that to get teams off the field on third down. Period. That's why you take somebody like Bradley Chubb. The more time the Broncos have the ball. The more opportunity I think Devontae Booker is going to have. They didn't take a running back, at least in this first round here. I, I had to have to look to see. Uh, so I liked the first Bradley Chubb pick specifically for Devontae Booker. I think it means good things for that running game. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Score uh, Opponents are going to score less points with somebody like Chubb in there chasing down quarterbacks and running backs, which means Well, their defense fell apart last year. Right? I mean, they, they didn't produce like they were supposed to. Yeah, they quit. Um, yeah, they quit. I mean, that's my best. But I mean, Von Miller's an all-pro on one side, and Bradley Chubb's certainly going to help. I agree with you. They, C.J. Anderson's gone. Gone. Get the fuck out. Um, so they like Booker. Booker's got. I mean, from a fantasy standpoint, buy Booker. Buy, yeah, I said last week sell him because I thought they were going to go find somebody. Uh, you know, this running game might have an opportunity. And if this running game has an opportunity, Devontae Booker's a running back. Am I going to draft him on my team? No. <laughs> but but you might, and it might work out for you. I would draft Booker. You wouldn't. You, would, you wouldn't. You wouldn't take a fucking flyer on Booker. I've seen the Denver Broncos fuck up a good offensive run game for a while. Um, we you know we'll talk a little bit later. Uh, I yeah okay. So they did draft a running back in the third round, Royce Freeman. We'll talk about that later. Oh Royce, <clears throat> we'll talk about that later. But uh, after that first round, which is again when we answered these questions, I liked what I saw for Devonte Booker. Let's take a break here and uh, take. Let's take a shot. Why did you have to make me say the worst shot possible? This is literally the only booze I got in the house. Uh, so I really folks, thought of bringing something else over just to spite you. We did make some bets. In that draft, that first round of the draft, uh, all of them had to do with shots. The one that we didn't pay up on just yet is uh, we, you know, we bet that more defensive players would be taken than offensive players, and it didn't work out that way. Uh, I think it ended up being like 18 offensive players to four, no, maybe 17 to 15. It was relatively close. So we owe a shot. Uh, we'll do it right here. We'll do it on air for you because us drunk is more entertaining than us sober. I know is that, that true? because less people listen to our sober episodes than our drunk. <laughs> 
right. I guess I shouldn't have put in the. Oh God, it's very full. I guess I shouldn't have put in the description that we were sober last last. Week. Oh, it smells good, folks. Stop sniffing. Your it smells shots. so good. Stop sniffing your shots. It's Jack Daniels. You're not supposed to sniff your shots. Smell it beforehand. Don't be an idiot. Is that your son that says that? That's my son. Did you tell him to say idiot? That's my little son. Jesus. He enunciates clearly. Yep. You gotta toast me, give me a little cheers. Uh, How about a toast? Cheers to Dweez Nuts. (laughs) To Josh Allen, baby. Jameson is so much better. Is it? Uh, I don't think either of them makes a nice shot. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Oh, my tongue is numb. (laughs) Woo! That was good, wasn't it? Let me just open a new beer. God, that's fucking... That was really good, folks. Very warm. Very old Jack. Yeah, it tastes tastes good. Let's rip through really quickly just some things that we saw in the draft. Some some plans that became evident by teams that have some kind of effect on fantasy football that you took note of or that I took note of. I know you didn't have anything to do with putting these notes together, so I'll let you read some of mine off as we go because you're a lazy shit. I think I had a lot of ones at the bottom, dumb fuck. Yeah, but that's not what we're doing. Maybe because you put yours at the top, you feel better by yourself? I went team by team. Guys, I went team by team, and I looked at what, what, what ended up being the plan or the game plan or the route that they went, and I tried to make some conclusions about what this meant for the guys, uh, the fantasy-relevant players on this team. Uh, so, example, so my notes for, are going to talk about good... That are going to be potential fantasy impact. Players. I like that too. We'll do that later. Yeah, we'll do that next. But here's an example of the type of thing I'm talking about. Like the Packers. Go! So the Packers in the Shoot. in the back ends, four, five, and six, they took three receivers. Jeff Janis. They took Jamon Moore, <laughs> who had a great combine. They took this Valdez Scantling guy. Who oh, I don't Valdez! Know who that is. And, and, and they, they took ESB in round six. That's your guy. I don't know. Yeah, the guy from Notre Dame. What's his name? Something? Equestrian or something? Yeah. I ride horses a lot. Equinemius St. Brown. Yeah. Uh, he, he he was a lot higher on a lot of people's boards than six, so that might end up being a steal. Uh, so, you know, whenever you see wide receivers come off the board at, at five, six, you immediately think, yeah, these guys are going to be special teams guys that, are, that might come in on five receiver sets. Thank you for that bag. <laughs> um but th- this is what this said to me. I'm not. I'm not telling you that any of these guys are worth looking at on your team. But what it what it makes me think, and I've said this before. I, I think at this point Randall Cobb has to be dropped from this team. Uh, you know, I, th- I don't know if he's gonna get dropped. I mean, the Packers. I think they're th- gonna- those rookies aren't gonna cost them anything. I mean, what it says is that, that there's a lot of competition there, and they're dra- they're they're drafting for the future. They're so, drafting. So for, Cobb's but, not gonna be there for a long. But the, long. here's the thing about Randall Cobb. You remember Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb are both getting paid outrageous amounts of yep. money. Randall Cobb is still owed twelve point seven million dollars yep, this year. I know he's not worth that. Well, you 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 it make you, you the make pay- the blanket statement, but but it's it, not your money. It's not my money. They want to win. Yeah. Randall Cobb. These guys are, are going to cost them what? Like a, the third rounder is probably going to John Javon Moore might cost them what million maybe. Yeah. ESB is going to cost them three hundred thousand dollars. Nothing. Look, it, it's three point two million to cut Cobb this year. They cut him. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they drafted these three receivers to make sure they had plenty of depth so they could cut Randall Cobb and move on. I might make a bet with you. They're not going to cut him. They're going to roll a, with it. We're making a bet. Cut. Wait. It's a bet. Yay! We're going to be making bets here. All of our bets All will result time. in shots on the air. Deal. Okay? All right. I think they drop Cobb. 
Is there a deadline before the preseason? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. They drop Cobb before the preseason. Preseason? You're an idiot. Okay. You're going to fucking owe me another shot, but okay. Well, there comes a point when they have to pay him part of his salary that's before true. the preseason hits. Sure. Fine. I, I think they're dropping that's, that's a bad probably, idea. I think they're probably dropping this week, but. Um, that's that's an idea. Here's another thing that I noticed, right? Christian Kirk was drafted by the Arizona... Can I just ask a question about this guy? Because a lot of people were ra- ra- you know, ranting about this character. Yeah. Is he that good? Yeah. I mean, he looks really good on the field. Like who? He's one of the guys, he's one of the guys that runs the best, cleanest routes. He gets more separation than most of the receivers coming out of this class. You know, he's not a clear number one guy. He doesn't have the crazy blow-your-head-off speed. He's not got the size that you necessarily want. But he runs a really clean route, and, and he can separate, and can separate out of a cut. I really like this pick because, and we've said this before, Larry Fitzgerald and, and David Johnson were the only pieces on this team. Yeah. Well, and so, they had the guy that had sickle cell anemia. What's his name? John Brown's gone. He's in. He's in Baltimore. Is he? Yeah. He's the guy playing with crap. No, that's John, John Brown. Doesn't have sickle cell. Who's the other guy? John Brown. Who's this real small one then? JJ Nelson. JJ Nelson. JJ Nelson can't stay healthy. And he plays one role. He runs fast. I thought he's... So John Brown's got sickle cell and not JJ? Right. Are you sure about that? I'm 100% positive. <laughs> uh, Christian Kirk... Anyway, I just like that they finally put somebody who's who's a talented receiver across from Fitz. Maybe he pulls a couple of Fitz's targets. We talked about... How many how many targets did Fitz have last year? 167. Yeah. So maybe this guy pulls some targets. He's not a number he's one. not but he pull can, targets, but hopefully he's a replacement, future replacement. I, like the, I, I think it's a good pick. It's a, it's a good top topic. Uh, Carolina, it, oh, this this made me really happy. I said this every episode. Did for they weeks. really they not, not do this? Carolina did not draft a running back at all. At all? Are you sure of this? I'm positive. No, they did. You're full of shit. This makes me happy. Look! 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 Scroll. They didn't. You're right. This makes me happy because yeah. Christian McCaffrey's on my keeper team, and and. I said it. I said it every fucking week. I'm not confident. McCaffrey's not going to get hurt. Oh, McCaffrey's not going to get hurt. I d- okay. Apology to everybody. I did say that he's never been hurt. He did miss a couple of games in one of his college years. Not just because he skipped the bowl game, um, <laughs> but at this point, Christian McCaffrey's the only fucking running back on this team. He's the guy that's going to be getting all the care. I, I still think, and we did say we did mention this, I still think C.J. Anderson's a great fit for this team. But right now, as it stands, McCaffrey had the best draft of anybody in football. Or he's Devontae sit- Booker, one of the he's other. He's sitting here waiting for the, the Panthers to take the guy that's going to take all his work away from him. Have you seen a picture of Christian McCaffrey lately? No, is he God, he's he fucking sexy. Bald. He bulked up bad. He bulked up hard. So he's 5'9 now and weighs 210. He's so, like, his his shoulders are, like, the size of... Your head. Like... Because that's the fucking thing. Head's big. Yeah, I got a big head. Yeah. McCaffrey looks big right now. All right. Give me the Uh, next one. I love Christian McCaffrey. I can't fucking wait. I hope they don't take C.J. Anderson and they just rely on him. They need somebody else. They're going to get someone else. I like C.J. Anderson there. Uh, The Bears took two rookie wide receivers. Anthony Miller from Memphis, who... You know, you don't hear a lot about him coming into the thing, but once you start... I didn't hear anything about Anthony Miller. One, I, I went back, you know, looked at a little bit of the film, looked at the highlight reels at least, listened and read about some of the takes on him. Apparently this guy's polished. This guy's a polished wide receiver yeah, coming and out he, of Memphis. and he's a little bit nuts. And he's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, we know the Bears just let Cameron Meredith go. So, 
presumably Anthony Miller is going to step in and take this role. Then in the sixth or seventh seventh round, sixth. Javon Williams, who was the receiver in Georgia, the only one, the lead receiver, led him in every statistical category, going all the way up into the NCAA championship. This, you know, he's similar too. Is uh, Elshon? Not you know, he doesn't doesn't, go, doesn't run around. They can't cut. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. cut well, and he's not super fast. Well, he doesn't have this hand but, size. Elshon, my favorite thing about Elshon Jeffrey is his hands were the size of my fucking. But this guy's sternum. this guy's similar, where he's got really soft hands. His job, he goes up and gets the ball. Yeah, it's fun to watch. If you watch any of his tape, the thing about him is that like he can jump straight up into the air and then like mid air twist his body into some kind of damn contortion. Similar to Larry Fitzgerald in, in, yeah. in, in air movement. He's got he's got these ridiculous ball skills too. He doesn't have to look at the ball. He just put his hands out last second and catch it without looking. Like that's a hard guy to cover if you're running down. If he's not super fast, I thought I thought what was most interesting about this is that they're clearly trying to re, you know resurrect this position. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're they're trying to bring some new the blood. The Bears haven't position. had a fucking receiver. Yeah, they drafted Kevin White at the what six, three, five, whatever it was. Yeah, was number ago. six or seven. Maybe he'll play, but they're trying really hard to bring this position back. They went out and got Allen Robinson. Uh, but I think the other side of this tells me is that you can find receivers, and it doesn't have to be in the first round. You can find good receivers in the late in the draft, and they're still good. They're still productive. Good this year specifically. There was nobody really worth taking. But well, there no one's Julio guys, Jones. There are a lot of guys that were good. Yeah. Nobody goes great. Yeah, great. Javon Williams might be might be something. Kevin White might step onto the field one day for more than three weeks at a time. Yeah, you know, the Bears go from the most unknown receiving core in the league last year. To They're like, still we, pretty unknown. To like, we've got some... Well, Alan, got, everybody you, loves Allen Robinson. I don't get it. I don't want him on my team because and, he plays And then the Tyler Gabriel, though. Yeah, Taylor Gabriel's awesome. I like Taylor Gabriel. He can do some stuff if you use him right. We're, we're we're putting weapons together. I I like pay, what Pace did, at least in the first half. I of this would draft. tell you this: this draft probably seems to be the draft I am most impressed with Ryan Pace with. Absolutely, for sure. Last year, I still find uh, it to be appalling. I, I will say that rounds four and five. I didn't really like his four and five. But I, I mean, I like. Yeah, but I thought he's at least going for seven. depth. Unlike fucking previous years, he's going yeah. fucking Division two players. All right, who, what else we got here? On my keeper team, the other running back that I've got is Joe Mixon. I like what Joe Mixon did drafting Billy Price, who's, I think, one of the best run-blocking centers in the game coming out of Ohio State. Uh, you know, that that whole team fell apart last year. They put a little bit of I love how you won't let me talk about McGlinchey in the fucking first round, but you went from Billy fucking Price over here. He's great. Okay. He's a great run-blocking center. I like Mixon. Gallop to the Cowboys. So we thought, I thought... Um, Cortland Sutton was going to be the guy to replace Des Bryant. They didn't take Cortland Sutton. Yeah, where'd Sutton go? They took, uh, they took Michael Gallup. Now, Michael Gallup is a guy that not a lot of people talked about, but those that did talk about him raved about him. They loved him. Where, I don't know anything about this kid. He's not the six foot three guy. He's not the 225-pound Dez replacement. And this is, this is why I put this in here. They drafted this kid, but I don't think they drafted him to replace Dez. I think they drafted him to be the number two running the receiver. At 6'1", 205, you're not going to replace Dez. What this tells me is this. I think the Cowboys like Hearns enough to be the number one coming out of, uh, out of this draft into the season. I think you're 100% correct on that. That's All of a sudden, I think, you know, if it was Cortland Sutton, they're clearly trying to replace Dez. It's not. It's a guy that's, you know, three inches smaller, 15 pounds lighter. It's a guy that, you know, a lot of, some people liked a lot, but he was not Cortland Sutton, this guy. Maybe, maybe the only one that was at least physically fit to be 
Adez replacement, all of a sudden Alan Hearns becomes, to me, really valuable in fantasy drafts. I don't know where he's going. I haven't looked at his ADP right now. I think he's been valuable. He was valuable, but I think his value just spiked because he's going to be that number one target there. Yeah, without a doubt he is. I like they it. Didn't, I mean, they, they didn't They didn't make a priority. They, they, their, their priority was Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns, man. Draft him. The Lions took a running back in the second round. This is after they already signed uh, big fucking LeGarrette Blunt <laughs> to the team. They decided to, to keep Amir Abdullah. They had the chance to cut him. I told you in the past that I like Theo Riddick, but there's so many fucking guys here. Well, Amir Abdullah's been terrible. Who is the running back? By, by the way, it was Carrion Johnson. Carrion. So Carrion Johnson's deal is this. I know you don't know anything about him. Yeah, from Auburn. Auburn, yeah. What did I say, Oregon? Yeah, because you don't know what you're talking about. Carrion Johnson will run India. Dwayne jo- Dwayne Nuts isn't... Dweez. Idiot. <laughs> Are you drunk as shit? As shit. I'm a, one shot of Jack. That's right. You want another one? No. We love Riddick. Riddick's good. The problem is, I, I agree with you on this. They just keep adding pieces. They drafted him in the second round. Well, Abdullah's done, right? No, they kept him. No, but I mean, he's he like LeBlanc. He should be done. I, I'm assuming Carrion Johnson's actually their starter now. I I don't have any fucking clue. That's the problem. Okay. Uh, so here's one that I really liked, and I said this going into the draft. You know, I like Marlon Mack. I like Marlon Mack. I I, I really wanted him to have a I, shot. Will you please read the first bullet point here? Because I think this is good. Yeah, so the Col- this is what the Colts did in their draft. Two two offensive guards in the first two rounds. Now, they had three picks, so it wasn't their first two picks. Uh, Quentin Nelson, awesome. We know he's awesome. Braden like Smith from Notre Dame. Yeah, Braden Smith from Auburn. Another one of the best run-blocking guards in the league right now. Uh, so they did this with their first two. And then in the fourth round... I don't they know why a, you're you're so obsessed with the if they're running they're a run blocker as a tackle I think it matters as a guard I don't think it does the guard is the position that matters most when you're running the ball when you run you the ball but I'm I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to like differentiate between if can you pass block and run block and I think well, as you know a guard Quentin Nelson can Both. damn right he can Braden Smith is a great run block play in the SEC dude you better be able to uh, so uh, the running back that they did take in the fourth round. Was uh, Naheem or whatever Naheem Hines, North Carolina State? That guy's like 185 pounds. So all this tells me, all this tells me, are you a Marlon Mack supporter? I I have always been. Have you? Yeah, I like Marlon Mack. When he played, I liked watching him. He didn't. His numbers don't jump off the page, but the eye test. He passes my eye test. So Hines is not drafted to be a workhorse back at 185 pounds. Period. Okay. He's in there. He's in there to catch a ball. He'll take some of Marlon Mack's catch, catches away, targets away. But all this says, to me, the Colts want to try to run the ball more, and they want to do it with Marlon Mack. He is the workhorse back. I love that. Go I'm going to take Marlon Mack in a lot of drafts. Okay, next one. Give it to me. Two tight ends taken to the Dolphins. Running back at the end of the fourth. Do you know who this Balazs guy is from Arizona State? Nope. They have no clue. He's a he's huge. I think he's like six one two forty. Uh, so sort of like Marlon Mack. This tells me that hey, maybe Kenyon Drake is going to be given the given the opportunity. Maybe Balaj will be the goal line guy, but I think Drake's going to take the load. Like Mack, I like Drake. I want to see him with an opportunity. Both of these guys are going to get it. Here's the next three that I found really interesting. Uh, there were a handful of teams going into this draft that really needed to draft their next quarterback. Yeah. 
Like guys the Ravens! That, guys that, well, no, not not a quarterback to start now, but guys that they have great quarterbacks, have for years, but they're getting right, they're getting old. They're getting a little long in the tooth. The the New England Patriots, for example, they needed to draft a successor to Brady. You know who they took? Who? Danny Etling from LSU. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Apparently, he's the successor. Right. How about the New York Giants? Eli Manning's getting old. Kyle Lalletta from Richmond, the spider. Yeah. Not now, so. A lot of people said he was a seventh best, but apparently the Giants like him. Mason Rudolph, who's the most well-known out of all of these, is going to be the new quarterback in Pittsburgh when ben ben, Big Ben retires. kind of the most similar to Big Ben. These three guys, these teams, who are, let's be honest, pretty good in the draft, historically, all three of them, they saw something. I guess keep an eye on is all I'm trying to tell you. You know who I would tell you don't keep an eye on? Lamar, well, yeah, Baltimore's Avoid the Ravens. If you're Ravens fans, I apologize. Terrible. You have no fucking chance. Uh, The last bit I've got here is, um, and we've talked about him a a few times, Jerick McKinnon, he's got the opportunity of a lifetime in San Francisco to be the the guy. Uh, What do the San Francisco 49ers do in the first round? Drafted Mike McClinchy. Your boy. The best run-blocking tackle in the league. Give him a little bit of more. From the NCAA, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I meant. Uh, give him a little better chance. Again, we said this going in. We think McKinnon's stock is going to continue to rise. Here's another reason it's going to continue to rise. Probably going to be too rich for my my particular tastes. But he McKinnon we, might have a so year. So we have a dynasty. We have a dynasty team, right? Yeah. And we have three second-round picks. Would you consider taking McKinnon in the second round? Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd think about so it. So I think we have 208. We have 204, 205, and 208. 208. I might think, we'll see what we'll do in the first two. Yeah. I might think about it. So would I. I, I. I mean. If he falls there, will he fall that far? Yeah, he will. I don't know. I think he will. All day in long. In a startup? Yeah. He's young? Yeah, he's not that young. He's 20, 26. 25, 26. Yeah. Okay. So he only had three more years. Yeah, but he's never been the, he's never been a starter to get the I workload. So he's on the mileage. That's everything I've got as far as a really interesting stuff team by team. Yeah, I think quickly I'd like to talk about some some picks. Most of these you are don't in have to go round. that quickly. What do you got? To, what do you got to do tonight? I have a lot to do tonight. Yeah, but you don't have to rush. Good, Nick Chubb. So th- wait, th- this segment we're simply going to go and pick a couple of players that you think are going to have some fantasy impact. Right, now let me ask you this question. I don't know if it's fantasy impact. I do. I would agree with that there will be fantasy impact. It says could have large fantasy <laughs> impact. <laughs> they're, they're, it's an intri- like we when Kelvin Ridley that discussion about being intriguing. These are all intriguing picks to me. You know, your wife and kid are out of town today. You're mm-hmm. home alone all day, mm-hmm. and you got dressed. You're not even wearing your fucking your. Uh... I took a shower because I went running earlier, homo. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm just saying you're not wearing your Notre Dame sweatshirt. You got. Like, I should have. There was a day we would have worn my Notre Dame. I'm, I'm today. surprised by that. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to impress you. What'd you do today without your family in town? Worked in the. Worked in outside. Worked in the basement. I saw you spreading some seed. Was that weed killer? Mm, some seed. It's time to get your some fertilizer. You got to kill the weeds first, bro. Why? You don't know how to keep along. I got fertilizer first, buddy. Yeah. You gonna fertilize your damn weeds, bro? Both of them, buddy. It's it's a it's a weed, weed killer. Feed? Weed Did you and get some weed. weed feed. Did. Guys, it's time. It's time to start caring for your lawn. It's actually aerate season. Do that first. 
Air right now. Then kill the weeds. Are you in the landscape business or in the painting business? Painting business, bro. But I know how to keep a lawn. Air right first. I saw your fucking yard. Kill the weed. Yo. Oh yeah. Well, I came in. I came in August. It was too late to do anything about it. Weak argument there, Dewey's nuts. I'm gonna, dra- I'm gonna strap an aerating drum <laughs> to the back of my huge fucking ATV. Get over my front yard. It's too late. You've already dropped your fertilizer. All right. Could have large fantasy impacts, right? Wait. I want to clarify this for the people. God damn it! I just want to talk. You rush. You rush, man. Do you, do you mean large fantasy impacts this year, or do you mean large fantasy impacts moving forward? I would start with this year. So these guys, you think this year are going to come out and do something. So if you're in a redraft leave, these are, these are guys you might think about taking. Most of these guys are second and third round picks, most of them. Yep. Um, I just thought they were interesting in general. Time off for a second. Oh, My fuck. very beautiful wife just came downstairs. She's motioning something with her finger. You want to say hello to the people? No, I want a beer. Well, you can have a beer. Do you want a Molson instead? Do you want to talk about fantasy football with this? Nah. <laughs> yeah, you do. My gorgeous wife is the sexy question mark voice that you hear <laughs> on most of our drops and intro. You want to talk to him? I told him about our sex earlier. I figured you would. <laughs> I told him about our, our conversation pre-coitus too. You literally said last week to me, you said, talk about shit other than fantasy football during your draft and I'll listen. So I'm trying. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's a good point. You said, you, you said, diversify there. the co- topic of conversation a little you bit. You put that in there. Oh, it happened. The people are going to know. <laughs> well, edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think about it. Maybe. I'm gonna go it's good sex though. Gonna right? We're, right? We're big is. Is it I'm sitting or what? Oh boy! Um, large fantasy impacts, right? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. We can. What are you going to talk about? Fucking dildos? Well, so here's a, while we're on the topic of assholes. Are you one? Will you? Yes. Will you open up to me and be honest with me if I ask you a question that's sure. maybe a little bit Shoot. uncomfortable? Shoot. Is it anything like you getting your your prostate milked? It's. It wasn't. That wasn't me. Oh. That was Texas Pete. That was Texas Pete, right. I got it. I was in the bed jerking. Um, Here's my question. Sure. Has anybody, man or woman, ever licked your asshole? No. I have heard from multiple sources that it is, in fact, euphoric. I'm sure anything with your prostate is. That word comes up multiple times. You should try it. Well, yeah, people have been trying to get me and the wife to do it for years. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. What? I don't know if I want anybody to lick my asshole, especially my wife, the mother of my children. When <laughs> she's talking to you Monday morning, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta kiss that mouth, probably right after. <sighs> you should think about it. talk about talk to your wife about it. See if she's down. <laughs> then you can tell me if you agree. <laughs> Euphoric. Thing. She's going to be down on that one. All right. You Large. want to tell me about some fantasy impactful players? Yeah, I think the Browns drafting Nick Chubb was an interesting one in the second round. So you don't, you're, you're not at all concerned about Carlos Hyde? Hugh Jackson is a coach who calls, he, he, he runs the ball, right? That's, that's what he does. He runs the ball he's been very He's been very clear that he wants this he to wants be a running to run, team. He wants to run the ball. Then they go and sign all the receivers I don't in the world. think Carlos Hyde can carry 
continue. It's gonna be run back by committee. Watch out for Nick Chubb. Dweez nuts takes a fucking flyer. It might be Nick Chubb. I like Chubb. We talked about this right after the combine. Nick Chubb had a great. He, he blew us away in the combine. Yeah, his numbers were way higher than everyone else thought. It would he be. had a great. I mean, he beat he beat Michelle in all the quickness and elusiveness drills, which is insane because he's supposed to be a pound it down your yeah, throat kind of guy. But he was faster than Michelle. So there's an op- there's a chance that Nick Chubb ends up. You know, Carlos Hyde's been hurt each of the last what, two or three seasons. If Nick Chubb gets an opportunity, yeah, he might he might come out and surprise us on the Browns. And we've talked about how this offense is being retooled. Maybe. I mean, Hugh Jackson is a he's an offensive coach. I just think that there there, there could be value here. Hugh Jackson's uh, losing. His thing is losing. That's his best. That's what he's best known for. Come one on. in thirty. Get over that. One in thirty one. Number two here is Ronald Jones. That's my favorite. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. <laughs> I did a fucking. He went to Tampa Bay, by the way. This is my favorite pick in the draft period. We talked about the favorite. So Ronald picks in Jones the first. is from USC, right? Yeah, we've talked about our favorite pick in the first round. This is my favorite fantasy pick in the draft period. And I'll say I'll tell you why. Whatever running back went to Tampa Bay was probably going to be my favorite. He's probably going to be the starter immediately because it's not Peyton Barber. Is his Martin still there? No, Doug Martin went to the Oakland Raiders. Oh, good God! It's your boy. So, yeah, so Ronald Jones is going to be the starter immediately. Ronald Jones is fast. Ronald Jones is quick. Ronald Jones can run it up the middle, but his thing is to hit open space. This is a team that wants He's to going s- to have the biggest impact. Immediately. Yeah. I love him. I want to draft him. I, w- I want to draft him in the second round, 208, in our dynasty. You're fucking... You're not... This is, what, this is why we, there's a, it's a co-management. Come we on. have to talk about these things. I'm just I'm telling you. Tell me now is what I want to do. We resurrected this whole draft to win now. McKinnon is better than, than Jones. Yeah, but Ronald Jones is going to start immediately, and he's very talented. Do you want to make a bet between Jones and McKinnon? No, because I think McKinnon is going to be better. Okay, good. So I don't think McKinnon falls at 208, is what I'm saying. If McKinnon's not there, I want Ronald Jones at 208. No. Maybe at 304, which is our next pick after that. Did we get that? 305. We have 305, I think. Okay. Bull point three here is Kerryon Johnson, running back in Detroit. From Auburn, he's a bruiser. He you, runs people over. So I want to clarify: it wasn't twenty minutes ago we said there's too goddamn many running backs. I know some. In well, well Abdullah's useless. He's out the door. True. Riddick, I like, but he's at, he's the third down back. You just said Carryon Johnson's a bruiser that runs people over. You know who does that better than anybody else in the league in the past? Well, five, he six has years? done it. Would be I like to smoke blunts. That's who's the, he's there. Wait, like Garrett Blunt or I like blunts. Same oh, ODB? No. Um, ODB likes the blunt. Uh, they, they, most of the NFL likes blunts. Yes. <laughs> just sure. to clarify. Antonio Callaway um, likes a blunt. I just don't really understand this pick. I didn't really get it. it he, he was picked in the second round. Yeah, of, but you said he's going to have a large impact. He's on your list. I think his potential to have a large impact here. Okay. I, I, th- I, I, I disagree because of Garrett Blunt. I think this is the end of Amir Abdullah, that's what this tells me. We, I, we talked about this before. Uh, most overrated. Abdullah showed up on that repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt. My problem is just that. Carryon Johnson is not an Amir Abdullah guy. He's a LeGarrette Blunt guy. And LeGarrette Blunt's fine. Okay, here's a question. LeGarrette Blunt's how old now? 30? Yeah. 31, 32? Still getting it done. LeGarrette Blunt's not going to be doing... He's not going to be the starter. So, there's a good chance here Carryon Johnson's going to be the starter. Yeah. Uh... You, you want him? You want him on our dynasty team? In the eighth round? Yeah, not over Ronald Jones. Not over Nick Chubb. No. Talk, talk, talk to me about Darius Geis. In Darius Washington. Juice. 
Ju- juice, yes. You like <laughs> you, you you can't pronounce things, but uh, I love Ronald Jones as my favorite fantasy pick. Geis might be my second because of where he went to. You know, yeah, another team that doesn't have a. I mean, Chris Thompson is Samaj P Ryan is not the guy. P Ryan's not the guy. Thompson is is Rob, fat is, Rob Kelly is Rob, not Tom, the guy. Thompson's similar to uh, Reddick. Yeah, he catches a lot of catches fans. a lot of the balls, and he gets hurt. But someone's got to run the ball here, and Juice might be the one. Juice is mean. Juice he runs. Is, you know how you're talking about Anthony Miller being a little crazy? Yeah, He's Juice, a little Juice crazy. is a little crazy. This is a guy. This is a guy that pre combine and over the last two and a half weeks was pretty consensusly ranked the second best running back in the draft. The reason he fell so far, and he went in what round three. The reason he fell no round two, but it was it was it was after a handful. Of was that, is at the very end of the round? The reason he fell so far is because it, he didn't have good meetings. <laughs> Teams thought he was immature. <laughs> well, he did state, I think, that someone asked him if he, if he was homosexual and if his mom sleeps around or gets paid. Is that right? Did he say that? Yes. Oh, I didn't hear any of that. Why isn't that the dumb shit? Because you I don't did. know what you look at half the time. So, so you're telling me that a league official, a team official, asked Darius. According guys, to Darius Juice, the if his yes. mom was a fucking hooker. Yes. According to <laughs> Darius Juice, the answer is yes. <laughs> wow, the balls on these guys! I remember when it was a huge fucking story when somebody asked Eli Apple if he was gay at the combine. <laughs> now all of a sudden, it's okay to say, "Hey." By the way, is your mom a hooker? Because it matters. According to Goodell, he did his research and said so wait, everything that Darius Juice said is not true. So wait, is is uh is his mom a hooker? You'll have to look that one up for me. But if she is, you might want to consider getting here. No, she he's an ugly man. I don't I don't want to know what his mom looks like. <laughs> uh I have a sleeper here. His name is Dallas. Well, are we done saying guys has got a great shot in Washington. I just want to finish it what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, I agree, he does. Great shot in Washington. Runs mean. You know, I think he could be. I could. I, I agree. He could have a big impact soon. I don't. I don't want to draft him because I'm not sure. <laughs> I'd rather have Ronald Jones than Darius Geis. Well, I'm, I'm listening to these both these guys in particular because I think they have a chance to do something from a from a rookie standpoint. Even quickly, yeah, yeah. Sleeper. His name is Dallas Goder. He's a tight end to Philly, so he's backing up Zach. So this is this is the best part about this pick. Yeah, which you're just glossing right over. Yeah, this. This pick came half a day after after Jason Witten retires. But he's not in Dallas. Really well, hang on. The Dallas Cowboys were were one pick away. Mm-hmm. They were getting ready to pick. Mm-hmm. And you have to imagine they're looking at him. And this guy was, was pretty much everybody's number one tight end. Not to say that they were going to draft a tight end. Was he the number one tight end? He was. But that was their biggest need. Philadelphia traded to the spot right before him. <laughs> yep. Who was it? Uh... uh was it David Akers, the kicker? That yeah, that gave him like an a-hole. And he gave and him he a bunch did. of shit about like, yeah, I'm coming to your fucking town. And guess what? We're taking the <laughs> one guy that you needed right off the fucking board. He's mine now. He And he went. He didn't go. David he Akers. Went, he went as the third tight end. So he was the last one of the elite tight ends. Did you hear David Akers talk about how good how good Philly is? I David Akers was awesome in that yeah. in the whole yeah. speech. He did a great job. So that's the best part about this whole pick is that they traded up, swooped the guy from that hometown crowd, and David Akers came out and let him know. I like that the kicker is actually doing most most yeah, of this shit yeah. talking. This guy's a legit tight end, though. Yeah, he's good. He's a good player. Well, is he a good tight end? No, because he can't block for shit. Yeah, but he's like a sl- he's Jimmy Graham. That's exactly right. He's a fantastic, fantastic a, This is the one position in football that... Good NFL player and good fantasy player mean two very different things. Yeah, uh-huh, 100%. 
O.J. Howard is a great NFL player, but a terrible fucking fantasy player because he can block. You want a guy that literally only goes in to catch passes at the tight end spot because they can't fucking block. Well, this guy's kind of like, he could be like the next Aaron Hernandez before he was shooting people. Okay. Homosexual. This guy has that sort of talent. Mm -hmm. I don't know when Zach Ertz will not be there or when he's. Well, this or is how they're going to use him. Well, they used Trey Burton even when Zach Ertz was was in. So this guy, I was going to bring that up that you're in love with Trey Burton. Yeah, another this is weird the guy tight that, end. This is a guy that comes in to replace Trey Burton, not Zach Ertz. But Trey Burton, they played a lot of two tight end sets yep, last year. A they, lot. They used Burton even after. But Burton could block. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's good. He could he could make some noise. Gesecki is the next one on your list who blew up the fucking combine. The other Penn State guy that absolutely just made the, the everybody's average numbers fall to shit. He ruined the bell curve for everybody. <laughs> he went to Miami, the Dolphins. The awful Dolphins. Yeah, I, I still like Gase. I think Gase is creative enough. I think he'll figure out how to use people. Gesecki can run, dude. He can run, he can catch. There could be value here. This is the best fantasy tight end in, in the draft coming out. How soon does he get drafted? He's already been drafted. No, in fantasy. Uh, he late, maybe not even at all. Really? There's that handful of guys at the top that are going to get drafted as tight end, and he'll be overlooked. Okay. How about Shark going to Jets? Shark. No. A, a guy, again, that we loved coming out of the combine, had a really good combine, looked really good in the combine, and just another dagger in the heart of one of my favorite flyers in the NFL <laughs> Keelan Cole, I this hurts me to say this. Who but, gives but bro, a fuck about Keelan bro, Cole? This draft pick tells me one thing. You're dead to me. I told you they're gonna be useless. Are actually useless. Well, they have they're talented guys, but they're getting buried on depth charts by young. You know what else is talented? These hookers that come out of Atlanta that can probably like a really mean asshole. <laughs> Talk about Darius Geis' mom again. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Mama Geis gets it done, bro. Mama Juice. Are we gonna call? Are we gonna just call him Juice. We we gotta start with the nicknames. Juice. All these fucking podcasts have nicknames. Kay. Anthony Miller in Chicago. We talked about this earlier. I know. Do you, do you think he's a fantasy impact? I do. That's what we're talking about right now. Right out of the gates, he's going to be the number two. He's going to line up across from Allen Robinson. You know Allen Robinson has the name that pulls safeties, double coverages. So Anthony Miller will have the opportunity. He doesn't run a really clean route, but... And he's not fast. And he's got a, the worst quarterback in the league thrown to him. <laughs> this one's an interesting one. You like Mason Rudolph. I think Mason Rudolph's interesting because... His style of play, and he really is the next big bat. I Mason Rudolph was good. He's he's a good player. I think this out of those three that I mentioned earlier is the most obvious pick for this a successor coming in uh, between between the Giants, the Patriots, and the Steelers, the three teams that really needed to look at somebody to replace their aging quarterback. He's the best pick. He's the most obvious pick. I thought they they they, they found it. They they thought there was a need, and they they filled it. Yeah, the Steelers have been great in the draft for a long time. Yeah. This is another one of their picks. He won't he won't do anything this year. No. Here's what it here's but what Big I, Ben's going to retire. Here's what I like best about this. So one of your big knocks on my guys like my boy A B, the best human being that lives today. Yeah. Like he pisses fucking gold and shits nuggets of Of shit. Adamantium. Of shit. 
so you've always said once Big Ben's gone, it's over. I think Mason Rudolph has the opportunity to help these skill players on the Steelers not necessarily lose the step. That so you think Landry Jones is that bad that that's the reason Antonio Brown fell off? Do you not other? think Landry Jones was bad? It wasn't Big Ben. I no. think Big Ben stares at Antonio Brown and runs around enough and just fucking throws Antonio Brown the ball. He throws him to him a lot, but he also spreads it around. Other other players on that team get theirs. Not like Martavis, Martavis did for a while. Juju, Juju last year. Juju did last year. Okay. Yeah, I like the Mason Rudolph thing. I, so, like, I like him as a good comp to Big Ben, and I like him as somebody that can come in and, you know, after a year or two of learning behind Big Ben, there may not be a big drop-off on this offense, an offense that has been amazing for fantasy football for a long time and could continue to be. Um, I'm going to give you stat of the week. Right now? You don't yeah. want to play Would You Rather first? No, no. We're going to do stat of the week first. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Ooh. Okay. I'm ready. I hope it has to do with the draft. So there is the draft, right? We have the draft. God, I what draft. percentage of first rounders become NFL starters? Period. And all positions? Yeah. Become first rounder. Become I mean, we went, we, we went through all those drafts. We talked about second rounders, third rounders. Yeah. And we talked about impact. What percentage of first rounders become starters? starters? Because starters have a huge impact fantasy wise, and the rest of them not really. And I, I just want, I, I want to, uh, you know, we talk about how big this is. The draft is so great. We got to, we got to put it back well, in reality. It's got to be like, just considering the longevity of most positions, I would, I would guess low. I'd guess like nineteen percent. Nineteen percent. That's my guess. God, sometimes I wonder: Do you really know anything about fantasy football or football? What's the answer? Thirty percent. Thirty percent. Okay. Okay. Tell me about what about second and third rounders combined? How much do they start? I would. I would. I would guess higher. If it's thirty percent in the first round, I would guess like thirty-eight percent for second and third rounders. So it's actually like twelve and nineteen percent. It's actually it? combined thirty percent again. Oh, nice. So. Realize that you know sixty percent of the league still comes out of those first three rounds, and then after that, the next thirty percent is, is is all of them as a out. mixture. Yeah, okay. um, I just thought it was worth it was, you know it's worth noting that we you know yeah I was you, very far off in all of my answers. You weren't, but I it's mean, like, every you want to feel good about all your draft picks. In reality, thirty percent of these guys are not gonna are gonna, gonna be okay at best. Yeah, that's 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 good to note. Shoot, give me would you rather? What do you mean shoot? I fucking stopped you and said should we do. Stan, oh wait, here, wait. I want us to do Would You Rather. We're going to play Would You Rather. Do you want us to know the shot before we play Would You Rather? No, we'll do it at the end and see who's we're, actually going to win. We're going to play one more shot before Would You Rather. Why? Are you really trying to get fucking your hammer? I got hammered last night. We'll oh, hang through. on, hang on. You're, you're going to suffer a quarter. I want a we'll quarter two. <sighs> I should have run over my own good stuff. Havesies. You guys smell it first. No, I'm not going to fucking sniff the Jack. I know what Jack Daniels smells like. I don't want So it. good. Is it? Yeah. This is for your neighbor. Sarah. That's you. Jesus. <laughs> that one literally came up my nose. <laughs> Wiz! <coughs> All right. That so, was good. So we're going to play a game here, and this is the way... This is going to go. We'll do this all year long. When the season starts, it's obviously going to become more relevant. We're going to play Would You Rather. Uh, I'm going to put 20 seconds on the clock. Okay. I'm going to ask you, Big Wiz. Can we hear it tick? Yeah, yeah we will. Okay. I'm going to ask you, Big Wiz, yep. as many fucking Would You Rather this guy or this guy on your fantasy team questions. Okay. 
there's no time for you to talk. I want you to answer as many of them as you can. Okay. So let's not analyze. Let's not tell people why. I'm not going to. Let's just answer the question. I'm straight to the point. But here's, the, are, is this like future or is this like, like previous? Uh, no, this is like who you want on your team next year. Okay. Yeah. If you want to take it like, who do you want on your dynasty team for long sure. term? I don't care. And you can tell us that. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know how this is going to go. Okay. I, I put down a lot of questions. Okay. We'll try to get to all of them. Okay. Go. Are you ready? Would you rather? Big wits. Can we hear the clock? Would you rather? Can we hear the clock? Go. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. You get it? I'm excited. All right. Ronald Jones or Dale Geis? Uh, uh, Jones. Kenyon Drake or Marlon Mack? Kenyon Drake. Michael Gallup or Anthony Miller is two number twos in the league. Anthony Miller. Nick Chubb, Carlos Hyde, same team. Chubb. I knew the answer to that one. All right, Naheem Hines. Jesus Christ. Dude, you gotta read faster. Naheem I... Hines or Duke Johnson? Uh, Hines. Would you rather suck a dick or lose both of your nipples very slowly? Nipples. Josh Allen or Rosen? Rosen. DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley? Mm, more. Rashad Penny, Sony Michelle. Jesus Christ, one more time. <laughs> Rashad Penny, Sony Michelle. I would go P- Michelle. Sony Michelle or Rex Burkhead, same team. Michelle. Christian Kirk, DJ Chark. Shark. Shark. I will go Shark. Kirk. We got a new Sharknado. Sharknado. Look, that took fucking 55 seconds, seconds to do all of them. Yeah, you, we, have, we have timed that poorly, sir. No, you timed it poorly. I don't know what you were doing. I was ready to go. I so, answered him pretty good. Yeah, let me ask you. What did you think What did you think of Would You Rather? Um, Which one of those were good comps? Michelle and Burkhead was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Michelle, Shark, and uh, Kirk were also was a very good one. I tried to pick guys that were in similar positions. Same thing with Hines and who's Hines was Duke Johnson. Yeah, that was a good Hines. one. Hines, thanks, man. Um, the rest of those were like Rosen versus Allen. I like what? I only put I only put those two together because those are the two that are likely to start the most games. I think out of all the quarterbacks coming out, I think you're gonna be sad when Allen sucks. He's gonna suck. But so he's I be mean, slightly better than Baker Mayfield. I mean, according to the stats I was looking up about first rounders, how much they pan out, it's still about like. 25% of them pan out. To, like There's like 4% of them become great. 10% of them become good. And like 20% are be like average. And then it just falls off. You know, so half are, are sure. useless. But my point is, is that out of those four quarterbacks, that means two of them are going to be ter- We both know Lamar Jackson's already bad. Probably, probably all of them but one are going to be terrible. Let's be honest. No, no. I think one will be great. Mason one, Rudolph. One will be good. I bet Mason Rudolph is better than all but one of those first round guys. How many good quarterbacks come out in after round three? I don't know. Round three and after. Tom Brady? One. I don't know. Look at the rest of the league, dude. All right, guys. I got uh, I got some brownies in the oven. Got to go. Not me. Next week, we're going to talk about our dynasty draft. We don't have a first round pick, but we've got three seconds. That's what matters. Should be good. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.
her cave of excellence.